Eloise. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, it's been an interesting couple of months, you know, especially the energy coming into Mercury in retrograde. I think oh, that, my word. It certainly you know, is in retrograde is, at the moment. Yeah, it is in retrograde, <laughs> and I have picked up on every possible difficulty. Even our audios for the last few weeks, you know, have been a little bit difficult. Yeah. Always and, crossing over each other's voices, not hearing each other. So Yeah, and yeah. apologies in advance for the quality today because retrograde is ruining our normal our normal process. So hopefully yeah. it sounds good. Um yesterday my computer decided to reboot itself and install all of the updated software and it took twenty four hours. Yeah. So I had to cancel I had to cancel clinic yesterday basically. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so I got up really early this morning and did all of yesterday's and today's. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult if our computer, <clears throat> excuse me, our computers go, right? Yeah. So those of you who don't know, do you want to explain what Mercury, Mercury retrograde is? <laughs> do I want to explain it? I don't, I'm not an astrologer. <laughs> and it's a big field, but... <laughs> Mercury goes backwards on its trajectory or something like that, but I yeah. think that's not even a good explanation. And when that occurs, all technology goes wonky. And communication. Um, and it, yeah, technology, communication, but I always feel like what could go wrong will go wrong. Yeah. Like, it's so an amazing it's time. After another, uh, I can't even keep up to how many things are, are going wrong. So <laughs> I am just um, sitting back watching the show, mm. you know, and uh, all you can you know, do. Kind of the best thing we could possibly do when you're like really maybe caught up in a, a string of what looks like bad luck. Yeah. Is to really sit back in the driver's seat, uh, sit back out of the driver's seat, and really, you know, get into that do nothing position, right? Hopefully, we're you know we're all slowly getting to a place where, you know, that's a really big statement I'm making right now. But <laughs> if if we realize that we're not the doers and we're being done, and you do nothing, then life is just really so much simpler right i'm not the one who who causes things so as i've watched all the mishaps i mean it's just been one after the other it's uh, nothing you know serious but it's like oh my god another thing and this broke and that broke now i have to go fix it oh and the, <laughs> the try to go fix it has been a problem uh, uh, you know everything has been kind of going off kilter or off the rails so you know, the best way is just, okay, so do the least you can. That's the first thing that that I do is make sure I have very short priority lists when you notice this is happening. Uh, make sure you're not engaging with your thoughts and analyzing them. And whatever you have as your, your kind of dream and being able to manifest that dream through the three D's and the A, which we've done a lot of, we've talked a lot about. The three D's are dedication, determination, and discipline. And the most important one is attitude, right? So there's like this yeah. this, this way that you can deal with 
difficult times. Now, I don't want to say this is super difficult, even though we've had death in the family, my appendix exploded, it was life-threatening, and blah, 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 even though all those things went on. You know, it's just, okay, so, yeah, there's there's a bit of stress and all of that, the body's gone through a lot, and then there are all these little things, <laughs> <laughs> like garage doors breaking, losing the key to the car. I didn't like, tell you what I did. It just goes on and on, uh, knocking the gas cap off the, the car, now it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't told you this, I stabbed my hand last week. There you go, you stabbed your hand, that's, that's always a useful thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, and, and of course, these things become a little bit exaggerated for me because my body uh, struggles. The more I move, the more I do. Uh, the more uh, pain I'm in. And I mean, uh, erect movements like walking or lifting boxes or, you know, getting to different places. If I do on the floor exercises, I feel a lot better and I'm able to walk better in the house. But I've been just exhausting myself moving boxes and stuff like that. (laughs) So it's been really quite a quite a hectic time. And, um, and I noticed that uh, some people have it, um, let's say if you looked at the picture, they have it a lot better than I do, like physically, they've got whatever physical things, but they're not debilitated by pain or the capacity to walk. Um, they've got uh, more fluidity, let's say, with money or, you know, I just look and see that their lives are a bit um, put together where you go, wow, their mind, like, I don't think this, but most people would think their mind should be, uh, you know, happy with what's going on, but they're not. Mm. And then I look at myself who's got more things going on and my mind is like, yeah, whatever. So you have, you have this or that. And I, I say that because I notice people compare, right? They'll look at, they'll look at themselves and they'll look at someone else. It's not the best thing to do to compare. But it is good to compare to someone who has less than you. Mm. It's good to do that once in a while. Not because we tend to compare to people who have more. Right. So you don't want to be doing that because then you're saying you could become resentful and jealous. So you don't want to be doing that. But once in a while, a good check in is with someone who has less. So I point out to people, look, you have less than I do in this way. You look, you, you can walk, whereas you know, for me, it's a real build up to prepare so I could walk somewhere. Um, you know, you can, you, let's say your mortgage is paid, you know, they, they're not like, that's not a huge thing, but it's enough to say you're in a position that, that is, is a little easier, you know, or you're, you're independently wealthy or, mm-hmm. you know, you have these advantages from your family or whatever it is. Right. Um, and I do the same thing. I look at people who are way less advantaged. So people say, well, how do you cope with this, this leg thing? And I'm like, well, you, you do your best. Um, and I even try to do more than my best, meaning, uh, not just sort of give it a label, but I, I look at myself and see how am I making my life the best life it can be despite that I have this. It could be worse. I could have lost a leg. Mm. It could be worse. I could have had cancer. It could be worse. It can always be worse. Suffering can land on your table at any time. So I think it's really good to look at someone who's got 
less than yourself. So you really know, hey, you know, I do have an advantage. Yeah. You know, and I don't, I don't care who you are. You know, they, they, no matter what, what you say, there's always something that you have that somebody else doesn't have. Yeah, like the the other day when I stabbed my hand, I was, you know, I was in pain. I was sorting it out, dealing with it, and then I went onto Facebook and saw one of my friends had had a heart attack, and I went, "Wow, I'm better off today." Do you know what I mean? It's just like there's always someone yeah, in a worse situation. Exactly, like me thinking, oh. You know, it's a, it's a tough day. Yeah. My goodness, I can't lift as many boxes as I used to. And I'd really like to do this and clean mm-hmm. this out. And uh, I had something stored over at my mom's and I really wanted to give her the space. And uh, it was just a perfect opportunity. You know, having two cars free to load them up. We drove <laughs> them down. My nephew helped me out. Oh, like, how great is that? And then the end of the day, my uncle dies, you know, and you're just oh, kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah. that's uh, that things could definitely be worse. You know, you've got some great advantages. You've got family who helped you out. You're yes. Yes, it's horrible that you can't move after moving these things, but you're still moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, was, I was watching it. I, I think it's I can't. I'm not bringing this into a summary, but I think you and I could go over this for a few, um, a few yes. audience uh, <laughs> podcasts because, um, you know, some of the the work that we've actually given on this podcast is is really powerful, um, but you have to use it. Yeah. You, you can't just say you know it. So it's it's bare. Uh, it bears repeating, you know, we can repeat it in different ways. So there's more clarity. Like, you know, I, I'm, I have a dream that I will be pain free, but I don't know if that is possible or not. So that's not important. What's important is that I'm living a good life right now. And yeah. it, at the same time, I have this positive attitude, determination, discipline and dedication to finding ways to heal it. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I think I mentioned everyone that I did a bunch of source point sessions. Yeah. And the last one I was dancing. So we know this can change. <laughs> right. So now it's just getting the opportunity, et cetera, to go and do that. So those things, my God, you know, how lucky. Yeah. Right? How lucky that uh, I received body talks and how lucky that some other system came in and showed me that that's, that's still possible. Okay, so it wasn't enduring for more than a couple of weeks, but the body went through a lot. went through yeah. uh, surgery and, you know, coming out the other end and, you know, being kind of more active. So that's an interesting thing. I look at, I go, yeah, you've been more active. Uh, for me to keep moving all day long from 8 in the morning to 11 at night, really kind of unheard of. Mm. Yes, the consequences of moving that much have been horrible, but I'm kind of like, wow, you kept moving. Wow. There was more flexibility in your legs, even though you couldn't lift them very well. So lots of little changes that I don't need to go into. Mm. But yeah, just setting up hey, it's so slight, the changes, but enough for me to recognize them, right? Yeah. So fascinating, yeah? And I think Everything that's awesome. that we experience, yeah. it's like we're on this this wonderful journey. Mm, yeah. And I'm speaking 
you know, from a point where it was a pretty horrible, uh, you know, time since Saturday. Yeah. Pretty darn horrible. Um, you know, and I, I can't say the last two months were great. I mean, horrible physically, pain-wise, but everything else is great. Yeah. Uh, what does that mean? Well, it means my attitude towards it is not, ah, okay, so that happened. What's the best way you can move through this? This happened. What's the best way you can move through it? Yeah. So, again, going back to what we've said quite a few things, times, Jordan Peterson's quote, the quote from Jordan Peterson is, don't at the minimum, sense. don't make it worse. <laughs> yeah. Don't I mean, make it worse. At yeah. the minimum, don't make this stuff worse for yourself. Yeah. So I know I'm, I'm jumping all over the place, but I think, mm. you know, eventually I might be getting my thoughts clear enough to know, oh, there's the bird uh, <laughs> agreeing with me, I guess. Getting my thoughts clear enough that, we're we're presenting um, some very powerful techniques um, that one can use to better well not to make to better deal with which mm. means at the minimum you don't make things worse um, and you have something that actually helps train you, I think. You know, we've trained ourselves enough to listen to the mind, to engage with the mind. Um, There there are enough brain grooves to keep going towards the mind Mm. uh, that we can do some counteracting here. Yeah. Right? So when I have a dream of what I want, um, and remember the dream can't be making someone else do something it's all for you and you have your dream and then you you have dedication determination and discipline and the attitude to get it that Mm. means uh, the same thing as you hear people saying live as though you have it of course right yeah you're just doing it um you know one of one of the things that that people say well where am i going to find work how am i going to work what if i start my own business how's it going to work it's like just work yeah. Just, just work. Start working. And you, it, that's what you're doing. And that work will get paid at some point. Right? Yeah. It always does. You know, sometimes I'm working. I work a whole week and I've done so much. Even, you know, massive update sessions and all kinds of stuff. At the end of the week, I'm like, wow, everything I did this week was unpaid. Yeah. Um, and then the next week, there's a deluge. Right? <laughs> Uh, it's like, yeah, you can't look at the at the times that are not paid. Yeah. They're, you're getting paid over a series of, of events or a series of things that you do. Yeah, and it's not necessarily yeah. going to pop up in that area of your life. Uh, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. You never know where it's going to come from. Like, I do some pro bono sessions, right? Mm. Um for people like I'll give them a really special rate like tiny 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 for the work that I do for them I'll do weekly work for like 25 bucks it's mm-hmm. nothing but I know their circumstance I know they're in life threatening um, modalities Yeah. and um, you know they'll help me out when they can and I keep doing the work for them and as soon as they're done like let's say they say okay this problem is done 
they'll tell me and I can go back to a regular fee. So you just never know how it's going to come. Somebody else might go, you know, Terry Ann, I love the work that you do and I'm giving you some extra, you know, that's, that goes back to our abundance pieces, but you can also create a dream where it's like, I don't need to think about the money part, right? Mm. You I just, just work. Yeah. I you know what you work a... is you want to value your work, of course. Yeah. But, uh, you know, especially at the beginning, it's just work. Just do the work. And then you just write an invoice. That's part of the work. Yeah. That's that's it. Um, but people <laughs> think it's a big mystery. and But they spend so much time engaging in their thoughts about what they're doing and and the outcome why would you think about what you're doing just do it yeah they want to know the outcomes they want to know if things are going to be perfect when is it going to happen when am i going to have the salary go for it start working it i mean look at all the successful people right yeah it's hilarious you know (laughs) they had no money i mean even even uh, big guys, I don't know about Bill Gates' story, but the, the, the Facebook guy, like, he's in college. Yeah. He's just, he just worked. He's, he didn't have money. And then it became massive money. Okay. A lot yeah. of people do that, right? Yeah. It's not necessarily money to start, but it becomes money. You might just get paid back what you invested. You know, uh, you start educating yourself in a field. And then you start treating people. Yeah, it's not going to be a lot of money if they pay you. You say, oh, well, it's just 40 bucks my session. That's really low rate. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could be where you start. You could be giving people trials. And, and and then it just moves. You just keep working. Yeah. Diligence, dedication. The mind and all the stuff that interferes is, is unessential if that makes sense. Mm. But we need to break that spell, right? And people say, well, how do I break the spell? Well, how do you know you're under a spell? That's the hard part. (laughs) So you, well, how do you know what that is? But so you know you're under a spell because you can't stop from engaging in the, as they say in Ho'oponopono, the dust. It's just dust. It's just data and dust. I am more uh, visual. I say it's just poo poo. <laughs> you know, like those little emojis? Just yeah, little poo-poo the poo emoji. Yeah. And you're engaging with it. Why would you engage with poo poo? You know, that's that's so interesting. It's Well, you don't have to answer that question, but mm. it's it's kind of a, a, it's a rhetorical question. Why would you engage with poo poo? But um, really just starting to see, yes, I am engaging in dust data poo poo yeah nothing and making it into something Mm. so of course we know there's a lot of complications behind that meaning you know you're wounded in childhood that means somebody's given you an identity or no nobody's given you an identity i'm sorry uh the bird chirped and it just threw me off no one gives you an identity we we uh, our undifferentiated consciousness in childhood from zero to four. Mm. And when someone says you're stupid um, or whatever, it could be a positive identity. Um, it'll go inside of us. 
So we accept or reject. You might accept or reject smartness. You might accept or reject beauty, ugliness, those kinds of things, right? Mm. So, and you don't know what the child's going to do. You don't know what the psyche is doing. It's not like this was a big choice you made. There's so many things impinging on us. There's no blame anywhere. You can't blame parents. I mean, obviously, unless they're literally um, consciously being abusive, right? Um, But usually, even unconsciously being abusive, uh, their job might be to come to consciousness. But if they don't come to consciousness, they don't have any realizations, so what? That's still not up to us to figure out our parents' problems, though we feel it is. Yeah. (laughs) And we try to fix them rather than looking within ourselves. So then we've got all this stuff that we start thinking about to defend ourselves from seeing uh, the identities that have come into the unconscious, right? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I know I'm speed talking. Speed talking's good. Yeah, it's kind of speed talking through it. I think we need to talk about this over a few mm. a few days to really look at, hey, we've got these identities. We build up a bunch of defense mechanism. The identities go in before we could ever make a choice. This is just a happening. Uh, but despite this happening to us, we need to take responsibility for ourselves. So... Uh, It happens we have certain types of genes. It happens that in certain environmental stimuli or foods or pollution might turn on um, a methyl or histone marker. Okay. Mm. Um, We didn't make that happen, but we have to take responsibility for that happening. Yeah. Right? It's just like uh, I ate too much sugar, I gained weight. I have to be responsible to lose weight. Um, You notice, I I like the weight example, you notice you're not losing weight and you're gaining weight. You have to look and see what's happening. You know, there could be some physical issues going on uh, that need to be looked after, even though it's not you who made it happen if it's a physical issue. Mm. Uh, Even if it's a sugar craving. That might not be you. It could be some damage in your liver or, you know, when you were growing up, you ate too much sugar and your parents didn't stop you. There's nobody to blame. It's, okay, so I have a sweet tooth. We need to um, start working with it. What are things I need to do? Well, you know, cut sugar completely from the diet so the body is starved of it and starts functioning differently. You might find you have bugs in there. You might find... Uh, as you do that, the pancreas starts healing. You never know mm. what's going on, and there is no fault in it. But we have to have the ability to respond, which is responsibility. You know, these are all of this is so intricately connected. If I'm going to have a dream, it's not all dreamy, dreamy. It's really structured out. As you know really well, when you go into Mindscape, you structure this thing out, and then you you have to live as though you have it or work through things yeah. uh, that are blocking your way. Well, how do you do that? I mean, uh, I'm doing it uh, in some ways like to give you some tools 
And no, it doesn't happen quickly. And no, it doesn't change everything overnight. But you can start working with it. Like one of the things, you know, I use is breakthrough. And that helps with all the belief systems. You know, you can do that. You can get body talk, which can uh, shift the belief systems. You can use source point, which just has nothing. It's a simple downloading of the blueprint. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it'll shift things. You never know what's going to shift. And Mm -hmm. our work here is to say, hey, I may not be uh, the – that there's – what do you call it? A culprit in – what's going on within me, but I sure as heck need to take responsibility. Mm. Right. And yeah, sure. You can find a ton of things that you think you did. You know, like sometimes I sit back and go, Oh, you know, that year that I was pushing myself to jog, maybe I shouldn't have done it. (laughs) But who's to say that that was the thing that, that did it. It could have have happened. You know, walking, could have been a problem or the way it was working. It's impossible to determine, but I need to take responsibility for it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. No matter what happened, and they're likely, which I think you can attest to, is there are so many variables. Mm. You know, this, this yeah. need for the mind to find the one single reason yeah, ridiculous. There's right? never one thing. Never. And it's a, we're constantly doing something different. We're constantly changing. Mm. Oh my, right? The cause is not one thing. And if we're looking for cause, then you're likely not going to see the unraveling of what is going on with, for example... You take responsibility for everything in your life. Mm. Forget blame. Forget victim and just take responsibility. Even to the point of taking responsibility for your neighbor's loud music. Yeah. You know, that's that's Ho'oponopono, but it's also in my mind. I'm responsible for what I experience. Yeah. So the more I take responsibility... Well, just taking responsibility simply, not more, just mm. simply for everything, you'll notice something. And, you know, we could talk for hours about the things we notice, uh, but yours is yours. What you notice, what shifts yeah. you notice. And once once you're able to take responsibility, it's so easy. Let me have my dream. There it is. I'm visualizing my dream. Yeah. Now I'm determined, dedicated, and disciplined. And I have a good attitude. I'm responsible for my attitude as well. Mm. Boom. Boom. Uh, I'm responsible for engaging with my thoughts. I'm responsible for thinking that my thoughts are more important than me. I'm responsible for, like, even for a moment, thinking that, well, engaging with any thoughts, thinking that they have any validity. You know, if you're standing in front of a group of people and you start thinking, what an idiot I am, well, what's going to happen is you're going to have a difficulty, you know, expressing your thoughts. It might become convoluted. It might not, but let's say it does. Why are you listening to those thoughts? I'm an idiot. Mm. Why engage with me? It's a a good thing to look at. It's really just an addiction or a, a spell. Yeah. 
and you'll follow that spell. It's like, why am I doing that? Well, yeah, I have no idea why. Or you might come up with reasons like, um, I listen to my thoughts because I think they're right. (laughs) So the minute you say your thoughts are right, it means you're wrong. Well, why would a thought know whether you're right or wrong? Yeah, it's mad. Yeah, it's mad because the the thoughts only just think right or wrong. You're you're able to define what the mind does, right? What the definition of the mind is? It thinks in black and white, right and wrong, mm. good and bad. That's what it does. It takes the past and projects it onto the future. Yeah, creates those expectations. So the past, the the mind doesn't even look at the present. Yeah. It, maybe the present will catalyze it into the future or the past. Oh, if you keep doing that, then this will happen. And we engage with that, which means we're not actually thinking. So one of the big ways to uh, start learning that your thoughts have nothing to do, to you, do with you is when you learn how to think. Mm. And that's that's fascinating, learning how to think. Learning how to think would mean the mind couldn't contradict itself, you would be speaking clearly. Yeah. Honestly. Mm. Responsibly. You responsibly. know, when we do that, honestly, responsibly, and clearly, not with this convoluted, well, you know, I think that's true only when blah, blah, blah. No, you know, if somebody, if somebody reprimands you, is it, you know, good or bad to you? No. And you, you know, you tell the truth. It's like, no, when someone reprimands me, I don't like it. Yeah, but it could be a good thing. I'd be learning a lot. No, that's not the truth. That's just some head stuff. You don't like it. It's mm. <laughs> all you need to know. <laughs> uh, as soon as you see the truth, yeah, I don't like it. So, yeah, reprimand isn't isn't good. Yeah, it shouldn't be good either. Like if I'm if I'm do something illegal and go to jail that's it shouldn't be good that means it deters me from from doing things that hurt others and myself right yeah 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 honest honest answers just really honest not these mixed up mumbo jumbo things that we do in our heads Well, that's simply kind of what I wanted to start to bring <laughs> up today, and then we could carry it on carry next it, time. Carry it on next week and see if you know anybody has some ideas on what they would like us to focus on when it comes to this kind of thing. Maybe you know you could uh, elaborate through Mindscape on establishing a dream, right? Mm, yeah. Maybe we could start from there. And I know some of this might be. Re- repetition but it bears repeating especially with my experiences every day with people yeah sounds good perfect all right have a good one bye everybody take care bye